makes us sound like a couple or something. And I don't even go to good faith. I'm what mom calls a parentally lapsed Catholic, usually followed by, don't worry about it. Continuing the tour of weirdness that has become Brookdale in the last week or so, you can see similar signs all over. My favorite, the most surreal, is the one near the mall where someone forgot to finish taking down the old letters first. So now it says, Special! Save Kevin Ross is a hero! Gotta love that. And God, don't even get me started on the reporters. You probably saw me on TV. First, the local channels, and then, just this past weekend, the big time. National TV courtesy of Justice. I didn't want to do the show, but Justice was one of the big contributors to the reward money. I don't have the money yet, and it's not like the producers are holding it hostage or anything, but when someone's planning on dumping 30 grand into your bank account, I sort of felt like I had to go on. Dad said it was my decision, but I could tell he was waffling. It's like, one part of him figured I deserved the money, and another part of him hated the idea of this big media company having that over my head, and another part of him probably wanted the whole thing just to go away. Anyway, they, you know, the justice people, filmed in Leah's living room, Leah being the girl whose life I saved. See, here's the deal the way I told it on TV and in the papers. I'm walking along near the Brookdale Library, and I hear this scream from down the alleyway. So I go running, and there's this big guy, and he's hassling Leah, and he's got a needle in his hand. He was big. I was, and am, small. But I couldn't help myself. I just threw down my, you know, my backpack, and I charged him, and somehow I managed to get him in a wrestling hold like they taught us in gym class. He dropped the needle, and Leah screamed again, and the guy grunted and tried to shake me off. But I was sticky like a parasite, man. I just held on and tightened my grip, and he couldn't move. And Leah called 911, and that would have been that. But it turns out the guy in question was Michael Allen Naylor, the surgeon. Or, the man responsible for a series of abductions, rapes, and murders throughout the Mid-Atlantic, said Nancy DiCarlo, the host of Justice, just before she introduced me to the nation in all my zitty, sweaty, panicky glory. They stuck me on Leah's sofa, with Leah who looked poised and calm and radiated perfection. It was like beauty and the beastly or something. Nancy talked. I listened. I answered her questions. But I can't really remember it at all. I was too caught up in the moment, sitting so close to Leah that I could smell her perfume and the hot TV lights and the justice people running around and everything. It was crazy.
they showed a reenactment of the whole thing, shot in grainy black and white, with some little emo kid playing me, running down the alley, jumping. It was TV. They didn't tell the whole story, of course. Maybe that's because I didn't tell them the whole story. Chapter 2 Bus Ride of Champions It's hard to get used to the way the world's treating me. No one ever really paid attention to me before, and now... Well, for example, there's people. They wanted to put me on the cover along with other teen heroes, like the kid who woke up at night to smell smoke, just in time to get her family out of a burning house. And the other...